Thank you for hitting the download and subscribe button on iTunes and Google Play. This is Steven Jensen. You're listening to the Fight Talk Podcast. Today it is Monday, November the 13th, 2017. The MMA Hour with Ariel Hawani just ended. Uh, he does a weekly show every Monday. He's also usually on on Thursdays doing the MMA Beat as well. All that content over on MMAFighting.com. Let's give him a quick plug there. Um, Mark Raimondi has also been on my show before, also from MMAFighting.com. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, we actually talked about New Japan Pro Wrestling a little while back, and you can find it here on this podcast feed. But I'm going to try something a little different today. I want to talk some MMA. Uh, Raw hasn't started yet. I got about an hour, an hour or so until Raw starts. So let's talk some MMA, guys. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the MMA fighting uh, Twitter moments for today's episode of the MMA Hour. It's the best of the MMA Hour, November 13, 2017. So you can find it yourself on Twitter. Um, I was actually mentioned, or featured, I should say, on this as well. It's uh, a few times now that I've, sh- I've showed up there on the best of moments for the MMA Hour. So um, I'm a huge fan of their show. And what I'm going to do today is I'm just going to go through the moments. And I'm going to give you my thoughts on some of the big topics uh, from the MMA Hour show today. Um, the reason I'm doing that is because, like I said, for one, I want to talk some MMA. And also, uh, the MMA Hour with Ariel Hawani really is, in my opinion the best source, uh, the best show, the best everything when it comes to news in the world of mixed martial arts. Um, I've given my praises to Ariel Hawani so many times throughout the years that, uh, you know, I'm not going to do that here again and bore you guys again today with that, but um, the guy really is the best in the world at what he does, uh, to take a line from Chris Jericho there. Uh, looking forward to seeing him at Wrestle Kingdom in January, by the way, against Kenny Omega. Really pumped for that. And I plan on going on the Jericho cruise also this upcoming October. So catch me there as well. Uh, but let's talk some uh, some moments from the MMA hour. We're just going to go through some of this stuff. Uh, first of all, uh, Dwayne Ludwig. Uh, he mentioned he would like to see TJ Dillashaw versus Uriah Faber next. Uh, I'm not into that. I'm good with Uriah Faber being done. Uh, you know, he went out on a good note. And I understand there's a grudge match there between... Dillashaw and Faber. I don't have to get into the the long history between TJ Dillashaw and Team Alpha Male. If you are you know uneducated, unaware on that whole scenario, it's well documented online. Just search it on Google. It's super easy to find stuff out about it. As far as that fight goes, I just think Dillashaw would smoke him at this point. I'm just going to be completely honest about it. Would it be cool to see Faber come back and win the elusive UFC championship that he never won? Because uh, keep in mind, guys, you know he. He was a champion. He was a world champion, but it was in the WEC, and he lost that title before the WEC merged uh, and was basically absorbed by the UFC, and they brought in the lighter weight classes. Faber is one of, if not the most popular and most influential lighter weight guys. You know, obviously we have McGregor now, but Uriah Faber really kicked open that door for the lighter guys, and he's already in the UFC Hall of Fame. He's a great dude, and Team Alpha Male is top notch. But I just really don't have any interest in seeing Dillashaw fight Faber. And I think it would be a pretty one-sided fight if it were to happen. Uh, so so there's that. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, oh, the Conor McGregor situation. That was a, a big thing that happened the other day. Uh, for those who don't know, Conor McGregor was at a Bellator event in Dublin a couple days ago. In Dublin, Ireland, of course. And he's the king of Dublin. You know, He can do no wrong. He can do whatever he wants there. Uh, he's the king of MMA. Same kind of thing. Uh, he's calling the shots. He's pretty much bigger than the sport at this point. Uh, 
but it's just one of those things where like you know he was there as a fan he wasn't a licensed cornerman so that just brings up a whole string of, of just what can do what should be done what can you do you know where does this all go uh you know mcgregor jumped into the cage he hopped the fence at bellator a company he's not even contracted to fight in and like i said he wasn't a cornerman or anything he was a fan one of his training partners and good friends was fighting he jumped into the cage uh which should not have happened because the fight there was controversy whether or not the fight even even ended uh referee mark goddard handled it the best that he could but it all resulted with connor basically he put his hands on mark goddard uh he pushed him and he was in his face he was yelling obscenities the fighter that got seriously uh rocked he's or knocked out however you want to look at it he's on the ground crawling around he gets bumped by connor and some other people this was just a really bad look for for conor mcgregor like this was not good and i feel like there needs to be some sort of disciplinary measure for sure um whether it's a suspension a fine i mean he really should get suspended for some length of time um mike mazuli uh who's from the the uh Association of Boxing Commissions and Combative Sports. You know, he's the president there. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the guy's interview. I'm going to be honest about that. Like, there was some stuff that he said that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It sounded like he wanted to get himself over um, on the show. It was kind of weird. It was like, it was almost more about him. And, and I get that he's the president of the ABC, but like, I don't know. He made it really sound like, almost like, I'll be the one who makes this decision and we're going to get Connor because, you know, he didn't, it just came off weird. And it's a guy I've never heard from before. I've heard of him and I understand he's the president of the ABC. That's a big deal. But he almost, you know, he made it really clear. He even said from his own mouth, he said, Connor McGregor is not bigger than the sport of MMA and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, he, he kind of is. And I know that this guy has been involved for over 20 years on that side of the sport, Mike Mazzulli. But, you know, he's not bigger than MMA. I don't know. It just, the whole thing was weird. But at the end of the day, something does have to happen to Connor. But it's going to be weird because it's going to be on the UFC as to what to do to him. Because initially what I thought and what I was kind of reporting was that the athletic commissions would definitely uh, do something about Connor for sure because of that situation. But now I'm not so sure because it sounds like it has to be up to the UFC because of the circumstances According to Mike Mazzulli, once again, he claims that the UFC told him that the UFC was going to punish Connor because they were planning on having him fight on the December 30th card for the UFC, and they've pulled him off of that show because of uh, this confrontation, this situation, if you will. But it's kind of strange because Mike Mazzulli is the only one who seems to be able to confidently say that that was what happened and that was the plan, so... I'm waiting to see what else kind of unfolds, what else happens in this scenario. But, you know, Mike Mazzulli, he did provide a lot of really good information in the interview with Helwani. I will I will say that, but I don't know. The whole thing just kind of came off weird. Um, after that, you know, let's talk about really what I think was the biggest news of the, of the whole day. Uh, Jake Hager, formerly known as Jack Swagger in the WWE, announced that he has signed a six-fight contract. I believe it was six fights. With Bellator MMA, he'll be fighting in the heavyweight division. That's huge news. Um, and I think it's great for pro wrestlers that are legitimate badasses, legitimate tough guys like Jack Swagger, who, 
you know, he's a he's not like a CM Punk type dude who was not an athlete, then he was in the WWE, then he went into MMA. Like, Jack Swagger is a legitimate multiple-time All-American from the University of Oklahoma. He has been wrestling since he was like five years old. And from his own mouth, he, he said, you know, I was at a point in the WWE where I'm looking around the locker room. I'm wrestling guys in two-minute matches who can't hold my jock. But I know that I can take everyone in that locker room. I know I'm a legitimate tough guy. I'm a legitimate badass. I can beat up any of these fucking guys. I'm better than all these guys. So I think this is cool. It's a good avenue for people like Swagger to have to know that they can leave the big WWE machine, which we're seeing with other guys. I mean, it's happened with Cody Rhodes, Neville, Austin Aries. It's happening more and more frequently. Possibly Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. No one really knows what's going on right there at the time of this recording. But... It sounds like there's definitely options for people outside the WWE, whether it's in pro wrestling or if you're a guy like Jack Swagger who has the type of pedigree, uh, no pun intended there, Triple H's finishing move, of course, um, and Seth Rollins for a little while. But, oh, and Stevie Ray, if you want to get real technical, the flapjack was pretty much a pedigree. I'll just throw that out there. Uh, but all that said, it's cool to see Swagger signing with Bellator. I'm, I'm really excited to see what he does. I'm excited to see what happens. I, and I think this was a really, really, really good move for Bellator by signing him. And everyone already is talking about how bad they want to see Jack Swagger versus Bobby Lashley. And it's also worth mentioning that Bobby Lashley is not a part of the big Bellator heavyweight tournament that's going to be going on throughout the year, uh, starting in January, I believe. So that's all worth all worth mentioning. But once again, shout out to Jake Hager, Jack Swagger, whatever you want to call him. Uh, huge news today. Uh, he's going into MMA and he's he's going to the, you know, where the big boys play, if you want to use a WCW analogy. Uh, he's going to Bellator MMA, which is easily the number two promotion in the world to the UFC. Uh, after that, we got Rampage Jackson. The main takeaway from this, as far as MMA is concerned, is he doesn't want to uh, fight Shell Sonnen uh, in that Bellator heavyweight tournament. It's worth noting, you know, Sonnen and Rampage are in the heavyweight tournament. Uh, Rampage has fought at heavyweight before. Sonnen has not, I believe the heaviest he's fought is light heavyweight, and he's a fairly small light heavyweight uh, at that, and Rampage doesn't want to re- uh, fight a wrestler, well he doesn't want to fight a guy who he calls a leg humping wrestler, but you know, I don't want to say Rampage is a beggar because he isn't, but beggars can't be choosers in these kind of situations, like you're in this tournament to crown the next Bellator heavyweight champion, he just settled up whatever was going on between him, Bellator, and the UFC, he signed with Bellator, and they're, he's going to have to fight who they put in front of him. I think it's that that simple. Uh, and if they put Chael Sonnen in front of him, I think Chael Sonnen has a really good chance of beating him, and I don't think he likes that. Um, I will also mention that Rampage still has me blocked on Twitter after all these years, after I gave him a compliment. Uh, basically, I'm not going to get into that because I've talked about it on the show before, but I was a very big Rampage Jackson fan, and his, I'm going to just say his ignorance, essentially, uh, has kind of taken that away from me. I, I'm not not huge on, on old Rampage uh, these days, and, you know, we'll see what happens next with him. But if he fought Chael Sonnen, I think Chael Sonnen has a very good chance in that fight. Uh, worth mentioning as well, up next, uh, Mackenzie Dern announced her next fight will be in Invicta FC. I like that. That'll be... At 155 pounds, uh, good move for her, good move for Invicta. Uh, Cub Swanson came on the show with Helwani, uh, talked about how he thought he was going to replace Edgar at UFC 218. 
Uh, speaking of that, we all know now it's going to be Max Holloway versus Jose Aldo 2 coming up at UFC 218 for the uh, featherweight championship, the true featherweight championship. Uh, Conor McGregor, of course, vacated the championship. The interim champion became the true champion, yada, 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 yada. It's confusing, especially if you don't follow the sport. But I'm assuming that you do if you're listening to this podcast. Um, Swanson thought he was going to be in the fight. Uh, he has one fight left on his UFC contract. I think that had a lot to do with the decision to go with Aldo again instead of uh, instead of Swanson because the UFC doesn't know what Swanson's going to do after this fight. He will be a free agent and he will be able to go wherever he pleases, wherever the best is for him and his family and the people he uh, he cares about and who he's making money for. Um, but I am looking forward to Holloway versus Aldo too. I think it'll be a good fight, but uh, early prediction there is I do think Max Holloway will retain the championship. Um, up next, we had Michael Bisping talking about taking that Kelvin Gastelum fight on short notice. So for those who may have been you know living under a rock the last few days, Michael Bisping has mentioned that, or has uh, accepted a fight with Kelvin Gastelum because Anderson Silva has popped four PEDs for the second time in his career. He was pulled out of the main event of UFC uh, UFC China coming up. I think that's what they're calling the event. It's going to be in China at least, mainland China, for the for the first time, I believe. They went to Macau before, but it, uh, this is the first mainland China, I think. Or at least it's the first one that Bisbing will be at. Um, so that's big news in itself. You know, Bisbing just lost his middleweight championship to George St. Pierre uh, last week. And two weeks from today, or two weeks from this past Saturday, I should say, he's fighting again against a killer like Kelvin Gastelum, who has a great ground game. He's got great hands. He's a dangerous opponent, but huge, huge props to Michael Bisbing for taking that fight. And it's also worth mentioning that Michael Bisbing said that UFC London on March 17th will be his retirement fight. Don't know who he's going to be fighting. Obviously, we have Gastelum coming up next in two weeks, like I just mentioned, less than two weeks. But UFC London in March uh, is what Michael Bisbing has pegged to be his retirement fight. Uh, so I think that's really big news because he is a true pioneer of uh, the modern era of the, the sport of MMA. And he's a guy who is gaining more and more respect by the day from me and other fans for his willingness to fight whoever, wherever. And, you know, the fact that he became the champion when no one really gave him a shot. So uh, big shout out to Michael Bisbing for his appearance today on the MMA Hour with Ariel Hawani. Uh, also, you know, Jimmy Rivera went on there. He said that his perfect scenario, uh, with Dominic Cruz out of UFC 209 would be TJ Dillashaw for the belt, but who knows what's coming up next? I mean, who knows what's coming up for Jimmy Rivera? Who's, who knows what's coming up? I mean, Dominic Cruz is going to be out, but I mean, you have Garbrandt there, you have Dillashaw there. Um, I mean, you even have John Dodson there right now. Uh, there's others too that I'm missing, but those are the ones that really stick you know stick out right now and of course Jimmy Rivera but yeah I don't know what's up next for for Rivera uh but Dillashaw has a, a list of contenders waiting for him but one, once again it's worth mentioning that Dillashaw plans to go down to fight Mighty Mouse next for the flyweight championship so uh a lot of stuff going on with with those people there at that weight class uh Michael Carter Williams NBA player uh, plays for the Char Charlotte Hornets, was on the show today. Uh, big fan, not really a whole lot to say. Uh, I mean, it was cool. It was cool hearing from an MMA era NBA guy talking about MMA. Um, he claims that he predicted every main card right, every main card fight right for UFC 217. So if that's the case, uh, 
he definitely knows his stuff because I know I got a lot of those picks wrong. And I don't know anybody who picked all three title changes, but you know, that that is what it is. And the last tweet on the moments, the last thing that I see there, switched over to hashtag the MMA hour after hour on Twitter. Always look forward to Rick's picks. Punching emoji, thumbs up emoji. And that was from yours truly, Steven Jensen at Fight Talk underscore. So if you want to follow me, check me out, Fight Talk underscore. I'll be back soon uh, talking more MMA and talking more pro wrestling. I've got a lot of uh, really cool pro wrestling guests coming up, and I'm working on some MMA ones right now, too. Uh, if you guys have any questions or anything, comments, whatever, uh, get involved. Once again, Twitter. Uh, please give me a five-star rating on iTunes if you're subscribed on iTunes, and I'm also available on Google Play and a bunch of other platforms. Uh, put your comments out there. Uh, I want to get some involvement from the fans. If you have any questions, like I said, I'd be happy to do a episode soon where I just answer fan questions and stuff like that. Um, I also want to mention my sponsors before I get out of here. I'll do that right at the end. Uh, but once again, you know, whatamaneuver.net is where you can find my merchandise. Uh, Twitter was where you can follow me. That's really the best spot to to look at what I'm doing. Uh, but I also have a Facebook group as well at Fight Talk Podcast. Just search that word really easy. It'll pop right up. Um, I'm also uh, running a Twitch channel right now, still kind of in its infancy, but that's also at Fight Talk underscore on Twitch. Uh, playing some video games on there too. Some Fortnite Battle Royal, WWE 2K18, uh, Madden 18. I'll be getting the uh, Fractured But Whole South Park game soon. I also game some UFC on there too. So if you're a gamer or just want to hang out with some other like-minded fight fans or wrestling fans, uh, I'm hoping that Twitch channel becomes kind of a hub for for people. So that's fight talk underscore. I uh, don't know if there's anything else to plug. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about my sponsors, starting with Heroes and Legends. They are celebrating 15 years in business. They're a pro wrestling collectible memorabilia company that specialize in action figures, pro wrestling memorabilia, action figures, vintage magazines and programs, and just a whole bunch of unique stuff. Make sure to follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HL Pro Wrestling and catch them live at WrestleCade in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. That's going to be November the 25th. I'll be there live as well. Uh, Ken Shamrock, Ken Shamrock, Ken Shamrock and Dan Severn, two massive legends in the worlds of mixed martial arts as well as professional wrestling, will be there live in the house telling stories, autographs, pictures. It's, cool. it's going to be great. It's going to be a great time. November the 25th, Winston-Salem, North Carolina at WrestleCade. You don't want to miss out, and that's going to be you know, courtesy of our friends at Heroes and Legends. Also, shout out to WrestleRumble.com. They have the best contests in the world, guys. I'll be doing a Survivor Series and NXT TakeOver War Games uh, prediction podcast very soon. But until then, jump on WrestleRumble.com, check out their contest, follow them on Twitter at WrestleRumble. There's always a lot of cash and big prizes on the line. I mean, we're talking hundreds of dollars and really cool prizes. So you do not want to miss out. It's, it's pro wrestling pick'em contests. I mean, you're picking winners and losers of matches. You're picking, you know, match stipulations. I mean, even just how many suplexes certain certain people might do could possibly be an answer. You know, if it's a multi-man match, who's taking the pinfall or submission? Who's losing? Who's winning? I mean, it's it's basically armchair quarterbacking for pro wrestling. So if you're a fan of pro wrestling and if you want to win some some big prizes and some big cash just for being a fan, WrestleRumble.com is a place to be. Also, a shout out to Brian Jensen at Delgado Boxing. Brian Jensen is a USA Boxing coach, MMA trainer, and personal conditioning expert out of Delgado Boxing in Sandy Springs, Georgia. Even if you don't live in Sandy Springs or in the Atlanta, Georgia area, give him a call or shoot him an email. He can help you remotely, but if you're in the area, even better. Give him a call, 404-316-4516. That's 404-316-4516. 
or email him directly at brian at delgadoboxing.net. That is B-R-Y-A-N at delgadoboxing.net. Also, make sure to follow him on Instagram at BMJMMA. Get a knockout workout without getting knocked out. Hit up Brian Jensen at Delgado Boxing right now. And last but not least, Williamson Brothers Barbecue is the best. They have the best sauce, all natural, gluten-free ingredients. You can find it in Whole Foods, Kroger, Publix, all over the place. But it's really easy to find online. Just search williamsonbros.com or go on walmart.com and search Williamson Bros in the tab. It's that easy. Uh, also on their website on williamsonbros.com, they've got spices. And you can also see where their three physical locations in the Atlanta, Georgia area are. They're a great company. They're a great business. They, they, they're family owned. It's just, I can't say enough good things about them. And most importantly, guys, their products are absolutely delicious. So once again, thank you to Williamson Brothers Barbecue for being a fight at the fight, for being a, a part of the Fight Talk podcast. Having a little trouble speaking, mixing up my words. So it's probably a good time to end the show. And I'm losing my voice too on top of it. Uh, we got Monday Night Raw coming up in about an hour. So, uh, you know, check this out once again. Thank you to my sponsors for being a part of the show. I got a lot of cool stuff coming up, like I mentioned. So I will be back soon. Hey,